Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Teachers to contact parents if they suspect they have a transgender student. I'm Nick Ainelli. Local foster care system sued, accused of using powerful drugs as a form of chemical restraint. After 16 years of work to revise the criminal code, D.C.'s council overrides the mayor's veto. I'm Megan Cloherty. It was a mixed day on Wall Street. The Dow ended down 392. Good morning. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A man from Massachusetts has been charged with killing his missing wife, Anna Walsh. WBZ-TV's Louisa Muller reports from Cohasset. Brian Walsh is now facing a murder charge. Mr. Walsh will be transported to the Quincy District Court for arraignment the charge of murder. Prosecutors say blood and a broken bloody knife were found in the basement of the couple's Cohasset home. And sources tell our I-team other chilling physical evidence was found when investigators searched a Peabody transfer station. Trash bags with blood, a hatchet, and hacksaw. Although the rain has stopped in much of California, the state's still dealing with the damage that the torrential rains caused. President Biden will travel to California later this week. I issued a disaster declaration to support recovery and to rebuild. And I'll be traveling to California on Thursday to assess the damage and see uh, what additional support may be needed. A failed Republican state legislative candidate is now accused of orchestrating shootings at the homes of local and state lawmakers. More from CBS's Scott McFarland. Solomon Pena lost his race for the State House in New Mexico in November. But according to police, in the weeks after, he conspired with four others to fire shots into the homes of four local Democratic officials. One of them, a county commissioner in Albuquerque who tells CBS News Pena came to her home after the election urging her to decertify the results. The Transportation Security Administration says it stopped a record number of guns at airport security checkpoints last year, more than 6,500. CBS's Elise Preston has that. The number one reason passengers gave for having a gun was, I forgot. According to a new report from the TSA, an alarming 88% of the firearms were loaded, with airports in Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, and Phoenix leading the nation in the number of weapons A well-known climate activist has been detained by police in Germany. Massachusetts near Boston. The remains of a young woman who went missing in Chicago more than five years ago have been found, says CBS's Matt Piper. Cheyenne Kluss was 22 when she was last seen in November 2017 at her home in Downers Grove, Illinois. She traveled into Chicago a few days later and was never heard from again. Now she's been found through dental records, though it's not yet clear where her remains were found. After months of negotiations failed to produce a contract, some educators at the University of Illinois at Chicago went on strike Tuesday. They're demanding an increase in the base salary for all faculty and a cost of living increase for each year of the contract. This is CBS News. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. WTOP at 203. Wednesday morning, midweek, January 18th, 2023. 
Mostly cloudy, some patchy, dense fog burns off. 30s and 40s for the low. We're at 41 in our nation's capital now. Good Wednesday morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 2 a.m. hour ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this day together. We begin the ride this morning with police and the search for a man who shot and killed a woman and wounded two others in southeast D.C. All happening just before 9 p.m. last night, Tuesday night, we're told, on Benning Road near D.C.'s border with Prince George's County. 6th District Commander Darnell Robinson says... The suspect targeted a man and a 15-year-old boy who were standing in front of a restaurant. We observed a suspect come around from the Shell gas station and open up fire to the two victims, uh, juvenile male and the adult male that was in front of the carryout. A woman who was inside the restaurant was also shot in the head, died on the scene. D.C. police say the wounded 15-year-old fired at the suspect and is being charged with carrying a pistol without a license and other gun offenses. Police are searching this morning for the suspect. School resource officers should remain in Alexandria City Schools locally. The finding of the advisory group formed to determine the future of SROs in the city school system. The School Law Enforcement Partnership Advisory Group, as it's known, has been meeting since last summer and will present its recommendations, we're told, to the school board formally on Thursday this week. The group says SROs will not solve safety concerns on their own, but removing them would send a message of Two families that the school system does not take instances of violence seriously. If Virginia teachers have students in their classes identifying as a gender that is different from their biological sex, they would be required then to put calls out to parents. That's the way it would work under a controversial proposal on the table now, a proposed law circulating in Virginia's General Assembly. It is sure to spark heated debate as the bill would require teachers to contact a student's parents if they have reason to believe that the student is self-identifying as a gender that's different than their biological sex. It's in line with Governor Glenn Youngkin's call for schools to require parental sign-off on the use of any name or pronoun other than what's in a student's official record. Youngkin said last week in his State of the Commonwealth address. Parents matter. We must protect their fundamental right to make decisions concerning the upbringing of their children. While the bill is picking up some Republican support, it will likely be voted down in the Senate, which is controlled by Democrats. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. State of Maryland is accused of routinely giving powerful, mind-altering drugs to children and foster care against their will. The claim of a class action lawsuit filed by Children's Rights and other groups. Nearly 34% of all kids in the state's foster care system are given medications like antidepressants, anti-anxiety meds, and mood stabilizers. The lawsuit says nearly three-quarters of the kids are taking the drugs without psychiatric diagnosis and that black children are even more likely to be put on psychotropic drugs now, Children's Rights says the state's use of these drugs amounts to putting foster kids in a chemical straitjacket. No comment thus far this week from the foster care system. Stay tuned. WTOP News Time, now 2.06. Also new this morning, D.C. has passed its first updated criminal code in more than 100 years. It was actually done through a council override of the D.C. mayor's veto. This new code lessens penalties for violent crimes, including carjackings. Ahead of the 12 to 1 vote, Councilmember Kenyon McDuffie and his colleagues acknowledged it's challenging to move forward on a bill to keep punishments proportionate to the crime when so many children are being affected by gun violence. And so the question that everybody's asking right now is, will this law make our city less safe? And I say no, emphatically 
it will not make our city less safe. New chair of the Public Safety Committee, Brooke Pinto, says the public and criminal justice stakeholders will continue to have a voice. The new law will not go into effect for another three years, during which time I intend to fully explore whether additional amendments to the criminal code make sense. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. In a statement following the vote, Mayor Muriel Bowser says the updated criminal code, unfortunately, in her opinion, falls short on meeting the moments we're in right now. WTOP at 207. If you've been driving ordinary because you think you can't afford luxury, think again. The luxury vehicle you deserve is waiting for you at Select Auto Imports, a five-star dealer that's been matching D.C. area customers with like new BMWs, Mercedes, Maseratis, and more for over 30 years. Drive your dream car with no payment for three months. And right now, all premium vehicles up to 33% off of MSRP. Select Auto Imports in Alexandria, Virginia, and at selectautoimports.com. Drive luxury for less and find out what drives you. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Wednesday morning, midweek, January 18th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us at 208. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Good weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter and the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Right now, traveling on the Beltway in Virginia. Still working on the interloop between the Dulles Toll Road and Georgetown Pike down to a single left lane to the work zone. Uh, They're doing some work on the sound wall there along the right side. So, again, just be careful approaching. Now, according to VDOT, they're saying that the Adeloupe Express lanes are closed tonight uh, between the entrance just south of Georgetown Pike headed toward I-66, but have not been able to confirm that. So just be aware you may not be able to get into the express lanes as a result of the work zone. Otherwise, the Adeloupe looks good, leaving the Legion Bridge headed through Tyson's South towards Springfield and even east toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge as of late. Nothing in your way. Still working southbound 95 before the exit for Dale City. Works on blocks a single left lane you get by without delay. Northbound 95 from Fredericksburg up to the Beltway in Springfield. So far with that issue. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Starting off during these early morning hours on your Wednesday, some patchy, dense fog that will scour out as we head throughout the morning hours today. A nice mild day overall with a mix of clouds and sunshine and highs near 60 with a bit of a breeze. Temperatures today about 15 degrees above normal and so far this January to date is the fifth warmest on record. Now for tomorrow we will have some rain at times, even the potential for some moderate to heavier rain during the evening hours Otherwise, cloudy skies on your Thursday with highs in the upper 40s to mid-50s. Warm to near 50 on Friday, but with blustery winds throughout the day, wind chills will be in the 30s and low 40s as clouds give way to increasing sun. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. This is WTOP News. We turn now to a major development in the case of Anna Walsh, the missing mother of three and D.C. real estate executive who has actually been missing since New Year's Day. Her husband, Brian Walsh, now formally charged this week in her killing. Norfolk, Massachusetts D.A., Michael Morrissey, making the announcement this week. A continued investigation has now allowed police to obtain an arrest warrant charging Brian Walsh with the murder of his wife. Anna Walsh went missing early in the morning of January 1st as she was traveling from Boston to D.C. Her body has not yet been found. 
Ryan Walsh was already in police custody, charged with lying to investigators about his whereabouts in the days after his wife's disappearance. He's due in court in the case sometime this week. The armed standoff between a man and police, which escalated when authorities say he started a fire inside the residence locally that he was holed up in, has now ended with a murder charge. Police say 45-year-old Sherman Holly's now in custody on second-degree murder charges related to the death of a man found Sunday night in Southeast. Holly's accused in the stabbing death of 53-year-old James Brooks, whose body was found close to where the standoff with police happened on Monday afternoon. During that standoff, a fire was started that displaced five other people who lived in that building. An investigation into that fire is now being conducted in tandem with D.C. Fire and EMS and D.C. Police. Police. And so it's possible more charges could be filed against Holly in the future. John Dome in WTOP News. Martin Luther King III this week is defending a new monument that honors his parents following criticism of the recently unveiled sculpture. The monument is called the Embrace and represents the hug Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King shared after he won the Nobel Peace Prize back in 1964. The bronze sculpture has garnered mixed reactions and some criticism since its unveiling in Boston, with some saying it's weird and doesn't depict the couple's faces, making them unrecognizable. However, King tells CNN this week that he's satisfied with the artwork. I was certainly moved uh, by the overwhelmingness, the large capacity of this uh, sculpture. And one of the things our daughter said was, look, it represents love 360. Uh, you know, it's subjective. The bronze statue was sculpted by Hank Willis Thomas, who says he found inspiration in the photograph of King and his wife. A public memorial service for Lisa Marie Presley will be held this weekend at Graceland, the famed Memphis home of her father, Elvis Presley. The memorial will be held on the front lawn of the mansion over the weekend, Sunday morning. The 54-year-old died Thursday, hours after being hospitalized for a medical emergency. It was announced earlier that Lisa Marie Presley will be buried in Graceland next to her son, who died in 2020. Elvis and other members of the Presley family are also buried at Graceland. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844. You don't know when or where breaking news is going to happen. Or where you'll be when it does. We're talking to people who live here in Frederick. You do know WTOP will be there with reporters live on the scene. Reporting live from Chevy Chase on your radio and on all your devices with the free WTOP app. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
The Capitals already have more losses midway through January than they had all of December. They fell to the Minnesota Wild on home ice 4-2 to suffer their fifth loss of the month. Coach Peter Laviolette. There's a lot that we did good for 60 minutes. It's one of those games where I can't fault the process and I can't fault the effort and I thought, you know, the, the chances that we had, the possession time, the odd, you know, the, again, the heavy weight of ozone possession time and the looks and pucks rolling across the crease. And, you know, we deflected ours, they go wide, they deflected theirs, they go in. And it's just the way the game went. Martin Faravari had a goal and an assist for his second career multi-point game. And Charlie Lindgren made 18 saves, but all three of the goals against the netminder in the second period came with a big forward setting a screen to obstruct his view. Better news on the local college hardwood. VCU routed UMass to remain atop the A-10 with a 5-1 and conference record. The Washington Commanders' search for a new offensive coordinator brought them to a Tuesday interview with Pat Shermer. Forget his 9-23 and record as a head coach in three stops. Shermer's resume as a coordinator includes an NFL assistant coach of the year nod in 2017. He's also credited with working well with young quarterbacks, a must for a team telling candidates they plan to start Sam Howell in 2023. An interesting and local option could soon come available. D.C. native Byron Leftwich is reportedly in danger of being fired as offensive coordinator in Tampa, though the Bucks say no decision has been made yet. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. This is WTOP News. Did you know eating fish caught in ponds, lakes, and streams could actually be hazardous to your health? That is the latest warning this week from research. A study published in Environmental Research has found that locally caught freshwater fish, including catfish, perch, and smallmouth bass across the nation, are contaminated with so-called forever chemicals. These are manufactured chemicals used in things like food packaging and waterproof fabrics. They're called forever chemicals because of their persistence in both the environment and the body. The researchers say identifying and eliminating sources of human exposure to forever chemicals is a public health priority. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Among the top stories we're following for you on WTOP this early morning, D.C.'s new criminal code lessens penalties for violent crimes, including carjackings. We'll tell you how the council went around the mayor on that decision this week. The latest in the President Biden classified documents investigation this morning, the Justice Department considering apparently having FBI agents at one point monitor a search of papers by President Biden's lawyers, but changed their mind. We'll tell you why. Marjorie Taylor Greene and George Santos among the controversial GOP lawmakers just this week getting committee assignments. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. All right, southbound 395. Got the work zone down near Duke Street. Still blocking the right lane at last check you get by. Two lanes to the left without delay. Beyond that, nothing else anyway. Down to the Bellway. 95 South still working. As you approach the exit for Dale City there, the work zone blocks a single left lane. Now, if you're traveling northbound on 95 and 395 between Fredericksburg and a 14th Street Bridge as of late, nothing in your way. Traffic's flowing freely. And again, you do have the express lanes on each open to northbound traffic and moving well. So far, so good along the George Washington Parkway in both directions. No major issues in your way. 66 eastbound, no worries, getting to the Beltway in Merrifield and continuing inside the Beltway through uh, Falls Church in Arlington. Heads up, still working as you approach the entrance to the Roslyn Tunnel and enter. You're down to a single right lane to the work there. Westbound side, all lanes are open. They've been working westbound uh, between Leesburg Pike Route 7 and the Beltway. Single left lane gets you by. 
out near Nutley Street. It was also a single right lane in that work zone that was blocked. And then out near 123, you were down to a single left lane to the work zone. They've been working westbound 66 between the Princeway and Parkway and 29 Gainesville. There you were down to a single left lane through the overhead sign work. But again, no complaints of any delays as of late. Work continues on the inner loop between the Dulles Toll Road and Georgetown Pike. You're down to a single left lane through the sound wall work. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Starting off today with some thick fog and temperatures in the mid-30s to low 40s. As the sun comes up right around 725, we'll have a mix of clouds and sun with a bit of a breeze and temperatures warming into the mid to upper 50s, so a mild January day. Highs to around the upper 40s to mid 50s, so once again we're running above normal, but we'll have rain at times for your Thursday with the potential for some moderate to heavy rain during the evening hours. A blustery Friday with highs near 50. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. Brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. This message is for Shana, my mom who just finished her high school diploma. I wanted to say I'm so proud of you for finishing school. You told me it's never too late to achieve your dreams. I hope to make you as proud as you have made me. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated, and it can last a lifetime. Up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires a comprehensive approach to treatment. Learn more at moretoadhd.com. This message brought to you in partnership with ADA, ACO, and CHAD. This is WTOP News. Locally in Fairfax County, one security assistant may be assigned to each of the school system's five regions next year to focus on responding to incidents at elementary schools. It's all part of Superintendent Michelle Reed's proposed fiscal 2024 budget. Reed telling the school board this week staffing makes it hard for every elementary school to have an additional security presence. The idea of putting out 141 folks right now, number one, I know the county, it's a challenge to keep first responders also hired and retain, recruit and retain first responders as well. So I, I think it's a start. Elementary schools in the county do not have school resource officers. Reed's $3.5 billion budget is scheduled to be approved 
this spring. Prince George's County School Board is moving forward with new leadership after the previous chair was ousted over accusations of misconduct. Judy Mickens-Murray has been selected to serve as the Board of Education Chair. Mickens-Murray was appointed to a four-year term on the board by the county executive back in 2021. The board's vice chair position will be filled by Lolita E. Walker. Now, the changes come after months of discourse among board members, which led to the removal of Juanita Miller as chair amid allegations of misconduct, incompetence, and neglect. A judge will make the final decision on whether Miller should be removed from serving on the school board at all, a decision that could take several months. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. People across the country are turning to the 911 system, apparently, as a uh, primary source they use for medical care. It happens a lot, we're told, with older people who live alone and others who have chronic medical problems. And it costs cities and counties a lot of green, as in money, to send out emergency vehicles and first responders to help repeat 911 callers. To that end, independent journalist Brian Rinker tells WTOP that a Washington State Fire Department is apparently trying to address this critical issue with a specialized unit meant to help frequent callers improve conditions in their home and with their health. It's just a certain type of model where they're addressing these high utilizers. They hire nurses and social workers to work alongside firefighters. They will address the underlying health and social problems that these high utilizer callers have. And by doing that, they will reduce their reliance on 911 calls. Rinker says that social workers are important because they can provide services that first responders cannot. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. WTOP. Watching the areas you drive most. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Are consumers starting to run out of money? A New York Fed report shows they may be. It says consumer spending grew 7.7% in December from a year earlier, down from 9% in August. An update on consumer spending today may also show a slowdown. Economists expect December retail sales to show a nine-tenths of a percent decline after falling six-tenths in November. More Americans are headed back to the office. Building security provider Castle Systems estimates that office occupancy in the 10 largest U.S. business districts reached nearly 47 percent of pre-pandemic levels last week versus less than 33 percent two weeks ago. And as companies push workers to return to the office, at least part-time, they're giving their hybrid schedules fancy new names. American Express calls it Amex Flex. At GM, they call it Work Appropriately. At Stellantis, it's the new era of agility. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Providing health care to people who need it most. That's the simple but powerful purpose behind Doctors Without Borders. We treat wounded people in war zones, care for malnourished children, and provide safe reproductive health care. We're on the ground in emergencies from Ukraine to Afghanistan. We put patients first, and we go where we're needed most. Because at Doctors Without Borders, we believe people deserve to be treated with compassion and dignity. We treat our patients completely free of charge and without regard to race, religion, or politics. Doctors Without Borders has provided free, life-saving medical care for over 50 years. And thanks to the safe